Hello, 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 and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio, our first recorded episode of 2017. I hope all of you had a happy and wonderful new year and holiday season. And uh, Marty, how was your uh, how was your holiday season? It was pretty uh, pretty dynamic. We uh, drove down to uh, the old stomping grounds in Chicago. I uh, had a chance to get a an Italian beef, which is one of my favorites. Uh, had a Lou Malnati's real pizza. That would be Chicago-style deep dish, which doesn't mean fat dough. It means thin and crispy dough. So uh, that was dynamite. However, I do have to say that I've been sort of living under a black mechanical cloud lately. So some of you know that uh, my uh, my darling... Uh, the designer limited edition car broke down and I had to shoot that horse out in the pasture. Um, my garage door opener broke. My freaking uh, washing machine had to replace that earlier. It came in, the new one came in yesterday. So it's been a bad, bad couple of months for mechanicals at the Agatha household. I know it has been. Every time I talk to you, I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" You're like, "Oh, I'm at home, new contractor at my house for some mechanical." Oh yeah, I forgot the water heater like dumped about yeah. fifty gallons on the floor. Well, you know, though your uh, beginning of 2017 has been auspicious, I have a feeling uh, that it will turn around in the near term. Oh yeah, so, no doubt, no doubt. It, we are, you know, it's it, those are just those are just trivial uh, speed bumps on the highway. Double nickel episode fifty five. That's right, that's right. You you have been for the <laughs> Marty had been dying to say double nickel, and actually before I hit record, he said it, and he was so happy with himself for saying double nickel. He goes, "I think I'm going to say that on the podcast." <laughs> I was like, "All right, um, all right, let's get into." Uh, Let's get into what we're going to talk about today. The, the funny thing is we've actually seen each other already in 2017 as I came out, I think, on the 3rd. So I've already been in Minnesota. Um, and we yeah, have lots you've of been, you've, you've had this this thing with cold weather. We went to Milwaukee. It was like subarctic. And then you went to uh, – you came here and it was like in the zeros. Yeah. I know. Every, every time – well, that's what I get for traveling north of Albany, right? Albany is far enough north and that's like – that's like the weather god saying, there's no reason for you to go further north. We're going to punish you. Don't you guys have palm trees over there in Albany? Palm trees in Albany, exactly. As I, as I stare out my window and there's like tumbleweeds of snow and broken branches flying across my lawn. Um, all right, so let's get, let's get into what we came here to talk about. I think, uh, this, is, I think this, is a really, this is a really interesting topic and, and thought process uh, to start the new year on because so much is going to change in 2017 and and I'm not being prog- prognosticator I there is no doubt 2016 um much of consumer intent the way consumers buy the the journeys these things are are changing and adapting rapidly and there's absolutely no doubt when we sit down to do this same show in 2018 that there will have been significant changes over the course of 2017 and how we operate in general. And I think what happens is we see them as as little ticks, right? Like uh, on a on a day-to-day basis, we might not register these as being changes, but when we think they're back, simple they're simple discrete events rather yeah. than sort of woven into the tapestry of massive change. Yeah. 
So I am an unabashed disciple of Seth Godin, as so many are. I'm, I'm definitely not alone in that, but I don't hide the fact that I am uh, just another foot soldier in his philosophical business army. And, um, and he shared a post recently. Actually, it was his very first post of 2017. It was on January 1st called Crossing the Awareness Threshold. And he outlines a path of consumer awareness to a product. And uh, this will be in the show notes. So agencynation.com forward slash podcast. Look for episode number 55. Um, If you're listening to it close to, you know, when this is released, then it'll be the first one. If not, uh, just go back. But uh, we're going to walk through this process because I think in particular, um, and so here's how I want to frame it as we walk through this process because this is very, very important. Uh, and it's something that we all need to be thinking about as we look out into 2017 and start to set up our business. Um, I want to put this in the framework of why consumers do 90% of their research online, but still predominantly pick up the phone to close insurance business. Okay. Um, that is the predominant online insurance customer journey today. Okay. That is, that is what's happening. Even people who get referred to you are researching you online. Um, you know, 90% of it's 91%. I think the last time I looked, uh, of insurance consumers before they change, whether they're referred, whether they find you through search or social or email or whatever, right. You cold call them. 91% of insurance consumers go online and research something, right? So you cold call that business and they pick up the phone and give you the time and say, sure, you can, you can give me a, a proposal. Um, that person is then going to go research you. They're going to research the product. They're going to research the company you're offering. 91% of people. So they're going okay, I online. Got slightly, I got a slightly different um, stat that that supports your um, your point here, Ryan. And that is that um, I, I don't rem- recall off the top of my head. It's in my latest blog post if you want to go check it out. Um, somebody, uh, a, a research organization said that uh, it's called Serious Decisions. That's who it is. Serious Decisions says that 70% of the shopping journey has been completed before that person contacts yeah the 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 deliverer of product or service right so so not only is the, are the preponderance of people going online to do the research they're getting f- far further down the sales process before they engage with the actual sales uh team that's actually a really interesting stat too because uh back in 2011 um, Google did a survey uh, or study that I have quoted many, many times in my presentations called the Zero Moment of Truth. And you, if you've seen me do my thing, you've heard about it or maybe you've read about it on your own. It's a wonderful study and actually a bunch of interesting stuff came out of it. But basically Google found that back in 2011 and when they published it in 2012, 60% of the buying journey had been completed. So you think it's been five years and now that continues to increase. So this isn't going away and consumers aren't going to do less research online, right? What, what you just said to me was over the course of the last five years, we've actually seen a 10% increase in, in, in the process of buying being done. So what does that look like? So that might look like 
um, someone does a Google search uh, for for a topic and finds an article you wrote on it. Um, good example might be uh, Rob McCarthy, right? Rob McCarthy, uh, uh, he is doing a lot of blogging. Um, he's actually a member of Agency Nation University, and I've done some kind of screen capture reviews of some of his posts, and he's doing a wonderful job. He's creating a lot of great content. And let's say uh, he, he focuses on contractors. Let's say a contractor Googles a topic around... Um, uh, just the, let's say the cost of you know uh, HVAC contractors insurance, right? What's the cost in? Um, I think he lives in in downstate Hudson Valley, and um, and they find Rob's site, right? So they're coming in, they're researching, they're they're reading the article, maybe click through, then they click through and see who Rob is. They read his bio, they read his about page, then they leave and they go do some reviews of the agency in particular. They look at Google reviews, they're looking at Yelp reviews. Now they're looking at maybe some of the companies that Rob mentions. So you know, what is, what is, uh, uh, Main Street America? Who is, uh, Travelers Insurance? Who is Selective? Whoever else, right? They're, they're researching maybe some of the companies that Rob writes with. They're, they're, they're getting people, they're going to forums and saying, you know, do I really need this? Uh, do I really need a commercial auto policy if I also use my pickup truck for personal use, right? So these are all the questions they're trying to figure out. What is the best? What am I supposed to be doing? What do I need to know? Then they fill out a form and they, and, they, and they get more information. Once they filled out that form, maybe then they finally pick up the phone and call you or maybe they want to come in or maybe they just want to text you the information or they, don't, they want a full-blown proposal and they don't ever want to talk to you on the phone, right? I mean, all these different scenarios are, are happening, but, but what it, what's absolutely happening is people are more and more comfortable getting further and further down the funnel before they talk to that person, right? So, text, Facebook Messenger. Uh, I'll, here's a here's a here's a non-insurance example. Someone uh, just had a full-blown Facebook Messenger conversation with someone yesterday about Elevate, right? We got all the way up to the point where I had sold this individual on coming to Elevate through Facebook Messenger. Just back and forth, back and forth, but they never had to talk to us on the phone. We didn't, there was no, there was only Facebook Messenger communications. So this is, these are all parts of the buying journey that remain online longer and longer and longer. And we have to be, we have to be prepared for that. That's not going to change at no point. And maybe I'm crazy here, Marty, but at no point are people that I can foresee Right, so this is this is my personal opinion. Are we going to see that number tick back to fifty percent, where people are like, eh, you know, I'm going to do less research. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do less. I'm just going to I'm just going to do less of this and just hope that this person that I'm that I'm that I want to work with is is right for me. I just I can't see I, that happening. I, I want it noted for posterity that you are crazy, but I think you're dead on with that prediction. Mm-hmm. It ain't going backwards. I mean, there's just no way. Um, it's far too easy, and we have become um, sort of research hounds on the stuff we on the stuff we're interested in. Right? I mean, one of the challenges we have is that it it gets harder and harder to engage people in what they don't want to know about, and I think we're going to talk about that in our second half of the show. So we'll leave that alone. But let's get back to Seth. Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to Seth. Okay, so let's get back to Seth's path. So the idea is we're, we're thinking about the insurance customer journey. We've written a lot about it on Agency Nation. And uh, Ron Berg and his committee at ACT has done some great work about the insurance customer experience and customer journey. So Seth comes up with this awareness threshold, 
right? So I'm going to walk through all the stages. And then Marty, I think what I'd like to do is just quickly dissect each piece as how it fits into the customer journey and, and, and how people are viewing our particular agencies. So framing the customer journey in, in, um, uh, for a local independent agency, let's say single location, but been around for a while kind of agency, right? So, okay. So the path goes like this. The consumer is completely unaware of who you are. They have no idea that your agency exists. They have no idea you exist. They have no idea that you do insurance. They know nothing about you. They've never seen your brain before. They've never heard your name. They're completely unaware. And I, then, might take it, I might take it one step further. Not only are they unaware of you, they're unaware of their own need at this point. Yeah, so they're, they're just unaware that that they need an insurance agent and that you are that person, right? Or that they have an insurance problem, right? Maybe they just, when they were 23 years old, bought a state minimum auto policy from Geico and have paid their premiums for 10 years, never had a car accident and never thought twice about it, right? It's just, that's just where they're at. And we all know if they ever got in a car accident, they'd be screwed. And that Geico would not be the option for them in that case. They would be in big, big trouble, but they've just never had an experience which is which has taught them that they need a problem. So they are unaware. The next stage is they become aware. So they either become aware of you individually, they meet you at a networking event or a charity event or a little league game or wherever they meet you. Maybe they become aware of you because they see a great blog post that they, they wrote or they hear you on the radio or they just drive by your office and see your sign and something catches their eye. Maybe it's the Trusted Choice logo, right? And they say, you know what? I know the Trusted Choice logo means that agency is a good agency, so I'm, I'm now interested in them. Or they get into a car accident, and they find out that that state minimum Geico auto policy is not really the best thing for them at this age. And at 31, with a few assets and maybe a condo, or maybe they bought a house at this point, having that policy is not the right thing for them. They are now aware. Okay, They're aware of you. But I think a lot of people skip the next category. And this is what really caught my eye. So the first two make sense, right? Unaware, you become aware. That's kind of marketing. Uh, it's top, top of funnel, uh, marketing, um, that's doing, you know, social is top of marketing. Uh, if you're doing, um, reach based paid advertising, that's kind of awareness type stuff. Okay. So the next one I found is, is where this started to get really interesting for me personally, and it's categorized. Okay. So let's think about this for a second. I think this is where we as independent agents start to get pushed aside in too many consumers' mindset, in particular, say, consumers under the age of 35, 40. Um, because what people then do, so they're unaware, they become aware, and the very next step is they categorize you, right? So they, they, they now know that you exist, but they... they it's hard for them to, to, to look at you as a unique snowflake at this part of the journey. So the first thing they do after they become aware of you is they categorize you. So let's talk about the categories that they could put you in. Geico, they think cheap and easy. Okay, cheap and easy. Uh, State Farm, they might think, ah, uh, that's my parents' insurance. They've, I've, my parents have had State Farm forever. Oh, I've seen State Farm a million times. They seem, um, they seem steady. They seem um, easy. I know what I'm going to get. They, they, you know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. I, I have, you know, everyone's going to have different categories. And maybe for independence, they think, ah, that's my grandpa's insurance. That's the expensive stuff. I don't need the expensive stuff. And, I'm, and I know I've been talking for a while here, Marty, but I want to give you an example. This is actually the example that changed my entire, this was a light bulb moment for me. I was a year and a half into the business. 
I was 26 years old and one of my buddies came into the office. We had done our entire information gathering. This is 26 years old. So this is 10 plus years ago. This is 11 years ago. How, how old am I now? This is uh, 10 years ago. And, um, and he, we, our entire conversation was via text, right? I got all his, 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 uh, his VIN number, his driver's license number, his birthday. I got all that information via text. He finally comes into the office when I've given him the number. So I text him back and I said, dude, this is great. I'm going to get you more coverage, save you a couple bucks a month. We're going to get your renter's policy too. You're all set. You got to come in. And he said, great, right? He was sold over the text message machine. So he comes in, he sits down. We, I give him my little spiel. I tell him a few of my stories. He signs the papers. He's happy, pushes the check across the table, leans back, you know, and now we've kind of gone out of business mode into casual mode. And he looks at me and he goes, this place is pretty cool. And I said, Michael, what do you mean? He goes, I always thought these places were for like grandpas and stuff. And I said, and I've told Marty, you've heard this story a bunch of times, but, um, you know, I said, grandpas and stuff. What do you mean? He goes, yeah, you know, like my grandpa used a place like this. Like, I didn't think that this was like place for me. I thought this was the expensive place. So that is the category. So we think about this, right? And you can go, oh no, that's crazy, blah, blah, blah. That is how he categorized us. And if he didn't know me and I didn't push him, he would have never broken past that category, right? He would have, he was unaware, he became aware, he immediately categorized me. And the only reason that he gave us a chance was because we had such a close connection. But to, to, to the average consumer, if they categorize us in that way, we're screwed, right? We're, they immediately put us into a bucket. I've been going for a while here. I could keep going, Marty. But, you know, this is this idea, I think, is really important because I think we feel like we don't control the category that people put us in. And that is maybe one of the things that disappoints me the most when I, when I feel like independent agents don't take ownership of the category that consumers place us in. Well, so part of that is because the message is being sculpted by um, forces much bigger than the typical independent agency, right? So, um, and again, we're kind of bleeding into our second half of the show, but, uh, you know, the the massive advertising budgets that that the directs and the captives are, are, are using to create that awareness, um, they're painting us into a, into a corner, you know, in, in a presentation that I've seen you do a couple of times, you've got that picture of that, uh, goofy kind of, uh, flats fisherman in the boots and the floppy hat, you know, dangling a dollar bill in front of this, uh, this gal's face when her, her captive agency company just, you know, saved her a hundred bucks so she could buy the new purse. Right. Yeah. That's a state farm commercial. And, uh, well, I was trying not to use her name, but you know, yes. So, um, the point is that they are actively pushing us into that category of being too expensive. There is no, secret as to why you save 15% in 15 minutes. That's our commission rate or what the world believes it is. So, you know, think how powerful that message is that Geico's come up with, right? If you come to us, you're going to cut out all of the cost of the middleman. Well, we wouldn't consider ourselves middlemen because we know that we're trained professionals who add value to the equation. But again, 
that's what they're doing is they're 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 painting our category for us yeah. and we are forced to live there. I wouldn't say forced. I think well, we allow ourselves to be placed in that bucket because we don't you know when we when we uh so so you know I, this isn't meant to be um I'm I'm not I'm not trying to throw stones, but I do think that and this is changing rapidly, right? So part of our work at Agency Nation and just being out and doing presentations and um, I got a, probably four or five scheduled already this year. I know Sid's got three or four. I don't know what year looks like. So we're going to be out in uh, at a lot of the, the events um, this year as much as we can. And we have Elevate coming, obviously, which is very exciting. Um, but, it, you know... <sighs> When we sit back and we say, you know, oh, Geico's doing to this, we can, we don't have their budget. Bullshit. I I call BS on that mentality because in your local market, you have the budget to build awareness in your local market, right? Nationwide, not a chance. Not a chance. We no one has a chance. Trusted Choice doesn't have a chance. We're dropping the bucket. And you're, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to talk about those numbers in a minute, Marty. I know we'll get to that in a second. But nationally, but don't think nationally. Think your local market or your niche, right? So if you're if you if you do expand outside of outside of local and it's it's more industry based or you know type of person based or whatever, um, then then in your you do have that you absolutely have it, but you have to fight back. You have to you have to build the category definition that 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 you want to be put in. Otherwise, someone else going to do it for you. And in this case, Geico does it every single day. They build this nice, neat little category and they say, if you want to, if you want to pay a lot for your insurance, you go to those guys over there. But if you want to save 15 minutes or 15% in 15 minutes, you come to us. Are you that kind of person? Are you the kind of person that likes to save 15% and that's, and they're creating their own category, right? We might know that's not the best category the categories do not have to be this this is the interesting part and i fight with our i shouldn't say our fight but i always bust our cto derek hyde's chops about this right it's marketing it doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth and that might be a tough thing to swallow but it's absolutely what happens right just because it's the truth doesn't mean geico doesn't can't say it or imply it right they can imply that we are the expensive slow antiquated option that doesn't understand the marketplace i think you said that backwards i think what you wanted to say was just because it isn't true doesn't mean that geico can imply that we are the expensive channel yeah whatever so yes so um absolutely so so Geico can imply this, and there's there's no there's no marketing police. There's no one out there going, oh no, that's absolutely not true. You know, I know. But to your, to your point, they they've created that category, and if we blithely stand by the, we've been painted into that box. And so your point about taking the bull by the horns in your local area and beginning to create a different category for yourself is absolutely dead on. And this is why I get so pissed when people take shots at Trusted Choice and TrustedChoice.com because tell me another organization that is fighting on your behalf as hard as we are, right? It's easy to, to sit back and lean back in your big leather chair and go, blah, 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 I don't like the way that, that you're doing this. Or We're fighting on, on, on independent agents' behalf. 
Guys, if nothing else, my wife is an independent agent. If you don't think that I give a crap about the success of the independent agency channel, you're crazy. The only way my go- kids are going to college, or the only way we're paying for their college, hopefully they go, um, is is through my wife, right? I mean, we don't make enough over here to to, to pay for that. I mean, this the success of the independent agency channel is what we do every single day. Now, that doesn't mean it's the only thing. Trusted Choice can't be the only method. You have to do it on your own in the local market as well. And that's the marriage. That's the marriage where we build our own category. Professional, trust, respect, competitive pricing, right? Independent agents like to rock back in their chair and go, ah, price doesn't matter. Price absolutely matters. Price matters every single day all day for everything that happens. It just doesn't always mean it's the most important thing or that lowest price is the only thing that matters. Price always matters, right? So we're pontificating a bit, but the idea is is people are unaware of us. Then they become aware and they immediately categorize us. And if we don't want to be, if we don't like the bucket we're being put in, we have to build a new one. We have to build a new category and we have to own it and that takes work and it takes effort and it takes thought and it takes picking up the phone and thinking about how Johnny answers when he gets a new inbound call and it, it takes a lot of thought and effort. And, and, but we can do it. We absolutely can do it. But, but understand, you are being categorized every single day and you can either allow yourself to be categorized or build that category yourself. And that's the 2017 call to action that I want agents to take, right? I mean, there's some more steps here we're going to go through, but this to me is the biggest piece. We have to stop. We have to stop thinking, uh, this is happening to me and take ownership of it and fight back. And there's a lot of agents that are doing that. I use Rob McCarthy as a great example. Um, the guys over at coverage direct Ryan and Zach, uh, in Iowa. I mean, I mean, just, And this is another thing. I'm a small time agent. I'm a small town agent. Dude, Zach and Ryan from Coverage Direct are live in Iowa, right? There's more people in the the geographic area, the, the metropolitan footprint that I'm sitting in right now that are in their entire state. And these guys are killing it. So, you know, I mean, I think for like a brand new agency, couple of millennial, couple millennial, uh, principals, um, Man, I can't remember the name of the carrier, but like one of their regional carriers, they were the number one commercial lines, um, new business commercial lines writer. I mean, that's freaking phenomenal. And, and they're doing a lot of it through just, it's through consistently improving their customer experience and owning that category, right? They're, they're building their own category. They're saying we're different and not we we aren't what other people say we are. We are this thing and they're pushing that message out into the world and it's working. And there's just so many more of us that can do this. And that's what I want to see in 2017. Yeah. So are we going to go through the rest of these things? Yeah, I'm down for my soapbox. I went off. I just, that, that idea, I, I just, I want us to fight. It, it, it sometimes is disheartening when I see us sit back as an industry and go, this is happening to us. That's not the case. We have to own it. We have to push forward. And, uh, and I'll tell you, the agents that are coming to Elevate, they, those people, are, I know I'm going through the list. I've been checking out their websites. I mean, this isn't a dynamic crew of people. And I hope more of you are listening. I know we had 5,000 people download this uh, download our podcast last month. Phenomenal. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, we're rocking it's and our, rolling. That's it's our highest month ever. We have 5,279 or something like that. Phenomenal. Just so happy and appreciative of you guys. And if, if you're... 
if if you if you feel this way, if you get fired up about this stuff, I'm telling you, Elevate is the place to be. You're gonna love it. Okay, so let's finish this off because I'm like way off in left field now. Um, okay, so you're they're unaware, they become aware, we get categorized, and then they have an opinion, right? So the next stage is they have an opinion. Now that opinion um, is. You know, so, so basically they have their categories. So we'll talk about them. Maybe cheap and expensive, kind of, tr- you know, uh, slow and steady. We'll put State Farm and some of the others in that one. And then we have the grandpa expensive option over here, right? So, you know, I have an opinion of these. Which which one do I see myself in, right? Do I do I have the complex? You could probably put us complex, you know, um, kind of thing too. Am I, am I need super complex? Ah, I got two homes and a, I got two cars and a, in an auto or two, wow, two cars in a home. Um, I don't really need the grandpa complex insurance, but I definitely don't need that, that, that super cheap, fast kid insurance. I'm going to take the slow and steady family option. And that is what state farm targets, right? That they've built that category for themselves. So maybe they choose that option. They have an opinion. Then they have an experience. So maybe their experience isn't great because they didn't remember that they had a DWI and state farm said, you know what? We would love to have you as a client, but we don't write people with a DWI. So then they go to Geico and they say, well, I still don't feel like I want that kid option, that that young person option. I'm going to try this, this, this the, the more complex grandpa option. So then they try an independent agent and they say, this really isn't a grandpa option. This is, this is good stuff. These people are smart. They're dynamic. They've helped me. They found a, a really competitive price considering this indiscretion that I had. I have a new opinion. So the next stage is a new opinion. So they had an opinion about about the about uh, say the captive option. They then had an experience with it, and their opinion changed possibly to the negative. They had an experience with our option, the independent option. It was a good experience because they could maybe they could separate it out. They put their auto with progressive, but they put their home with maybe a, a super regional. Um, uh, in their area, and they got an umbrella policy, which they didn't even know they they needed. But once it was explained to them, they absolutely decided they wanted to be part of their package. And wow, this was really, really great. Competitive price, love the people. I now have a new opinion. And and then the last stage of it is I've ex- I've had I've had opinions. I had new experiences, which created new opinions. And now I can take those shared experiences and options and I can lock in my new belief structure, which is that the independent channel is really the channel in this, in this uh, kind of biased example that we're giving. Um, I can lock in my, this, this new shared opinion I have that the independent channel is the place to be. So, right, so this this is kind of how people walk through these different things. I, I have I have a perfect example of this this entire thing in action. I don't even know if I've ever told you this story, Ryan. So, I have a lifelong buddy. Um, we were uh, next door neighbors at our um, family's vacation home in northern Minnesota. And we were lake rats, right? I mean, we grew up the you know the the one year I came up, and he was allowed to drive his grandparents' five horsepower rowboat around between his dock and my dock. That immediately became my next thing. So I got to drive our little five horse, you know. So we ran laps around the lake, just between the two docks, literally a hundred feet apart, back and forth, back and forth, all day long, burning gas. Well, uh, my buddy is pretty dang successful, and 
Earlier this summer, we were floating on his very nice boat out on a lake here in the metro area of Minneapolis, and uh, he knows what I do for a living, obviously. And uh, we were talking, and he said, yeah, you know, he goes, uh, I was, I, I, I went to Progressive to see if I could get some auto insurance, all right? Now, I'm not making this up. This guy lives probably in a $5 million home. Um, has two Porsches sitting in the, in the, in the, uh, garage. And he goes, you know, the funny thing is progressive wouldn't write my Porsches. And I just looked at him and I went, what? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Why did you even think that progressive might be interested in writing your stuff? Right. But that's the message that they sent him was we can do anything and we're going to do it for you. So thankfully, he still is with his independent agent with a um, very high-valued insurance company that many of our uh, listeners know and love, Chubb. So uh, it just, but that reinforced his position that he was with the right place. Yeah. And so why do we spend so much time and I, you know, bloviated so much about this topic? It's the idea that, you know, consumers already have preconceived notions. They're either completely unaware or aware and have categorized us, right? So those are really the two buckets. That's a starting place of all these new consumers. They either have absolutely no idea or they've already categorized us. In either case, we we, marketing is a must in 2017. Marketing is not a luxury, right? That's kind of the point that I wanted to get to here is that Marketing and marketing alone is the thing that's going to help you recategorize you when you're either your local market, the work that Trusted Choice and TrustedChoice.com are doing on a national level in conjunction with the states and the big I, uh, national, and all the other organizations, all the carriers, right? We're all working towards recategorizing ourselves. But if we don't value marketing, if we say things like, I would do marketing, but that's money out of my pocket, Right? That is a mentality that is never going to get us where we need to be, right? If I hear from one more agency principal, I would love to do marketing or I'd love to do that or, man, it would be, it would be great to have a marketing person, but that's money out of my pocket. Well, I get it. Our agencies are our piggy banks and it, that makes sense. I, I completely understand it. You know what I mean? I get how that works and I would probably be the same way. But if we're looking to change this particular dynamic, we, it, it, it starts With marketing, it ends with marketing. That's how it works, right? You have to recategorize your business. Your business is the category you want it to be only becomes that if you make it that. Otherwise, someone else is dictating to us the category that people place us in and they're never going to have that experience which ultimately defines a new opinion, right? If we never, if, if people never have that experience with us and they never are engaged with our brand in any way, if, if we're not doing that outreach, then they'll never be able to form a new opinion. And they'll have the same opinion they've always had, which is dictated to them by, by, by directs and captives who have 100x the budget that we have. And I, I just... I want marketing is a must in 2017. It is it is as more a must today than it has ever been because people are researching regardless of what method we get to them, right? So this is a long drawn out way of saying we used to be able to bypass marketing through a handshake 
or through a referral, and I'm telling you today, that is not the case anymore. That person who is referred to you is researching you online. They're, they're, they're putting you into a category based on your website. They're putting you into a category based on your reviews. And if that category doesn't fit what, how they view themselves, the opinion that they have of themselves and of what they want, they are not going to call you back. You're going to be chasing them and they're going to be on one of those long sheets of paper of lost referrals that you call back every once in a while when you're bored, right? We all have that list and those people are never going to call you back and they're going to duck you and they're going to make you give them quotes that they're never going to take and they're always going to have an excuse because they've categorized you, they have an opinion and you have done nothing to change the category and opinion that they have. So marketing is an absolute must in 2017 more than it has ever been before because 90% of people do a Google or do a do online research about their insurance purchase and as Marty said that the the percentage of people or the percentage of the buying decision has actually increased since 2011 when Google did their zero moment of truth study um from 60% to 70%. And we'll have that research. Uh, it's in Marty's article, but I'll make sure I include at least a link to it in uh, the show notes as well. So Marty, we had other things to talk about here, but then I went off the hook and did 37 minutes on just the Seth Godin article. So what I am thinking is we're going to re-rack really quickly and, um, and just make your topic, because the topic that you wanted to talk about here is an extension of this one, so it's almost like a part two, and um, and I, I think it deserves more time than so the, maybe so maybe we do that in episode fifty six. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll we'll re rack uh, tomorrow or something, and we'll do part two of this and pull in what we talked about today, right? The categorization of 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 us as a channel into your. Uh, topic of how do we actually build awareness and and the awareness funnel. So sure. Uh, so can so so do we have enough time for me to share a real life consumer experience that we uh, learned about on TrustedChoice.com? Let's tease that. I want that to be the very first thing that we talk about in episode fifty six. So this will be part one. Part two will be episode 56. We're going to re-rack it very quickly and get it out for you uh, because this is that story needs its due and I don't want to rush it. So That's fine. So the, the, here's the teaser. Concerned new commercial insurance buyer dials the trustedchoice.com call service center at 1.15 a.m. And the rest of the story is a real eye-opener. Okay, guys. I, I, I know this one was a little pontification-y, but, um, but I, I just, I, this starting this year, looking out at what we have to deal with, more money is being poured into digital, more companies are taking on content marketing, video is becoming a larger and larger part of what we do, companies are starting to realize you have to build deeper connections through story, through constant engagement, through creating helpful, valuable resources, and all these things are pinned at, at what we do in real life. And if we don't use marketing and 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 the and and dial it into the insurance customer journey, this new modern insurance customer journey and experience, if we don't do that, what we do in real life is going to be replaced by digital versions of that. And I don't want to see that happen. So um, I, got a, I got a very brief question for you. Yes. Are we allowed uh, as the hosts of the podcast to add rules to the drinking game? 
<laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't th- though I do think the pontification. I think we need to add a new word because you used it today and we've been known to use it in the past. So, uh, and that word is bloviate. So, <laughs> well, we'll have to, we'll have to ask our official rules guru for the show, uh, Matthew Wood, if, uh, if, if he accepts that as, uh, as a new term to be used in the drinking game. So uh, we'll connect with him and we'll find out for the next show. Um, but I think, uh, I think we're on our way out of here, man. Hey, hey, good episode. I enjoyed it. For all of you out there, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and go get your ticket to Elevate. Big Eye members now in a discount. Check it out. Elevate 17. 